0: This this, this this is, is, this this is diverse 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 diversified
1: game game,
0: game. game. A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kelly. He may agree, he may oppose, and it's more than just race, it's about, you know, ideas. Tyson.
1: When you're going against the odds, you've got to be creative, you've got to innovate, you've got to stand out.
0: And AL.
1: Focus more on execution and application and less on excuses.
0: So let the game begin.
1: Hey, it's Kellen. Tyson here. And today, unfortunately, no AL. But we do have Dr. Boyce Watkins in the house to give us some game.
2: This this is diversified
0: game a podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kelly. He may agree, he may oppose, and it's more than just race; it's about you know ideas. Tyson, when
1: you're going against the odds, you've got to be creative, you've got to innovate, you've got to stand out.
0: And Al,
1: focus more on execution and application, and less on excuses.
0: So let the game. Welcome, Dr. Boyce Watkins. Dr.
1: Boyce, just happy to have you here with us today. I mean, a man that has so much to offer and so much going on, has contributed greatly um, to the Black community and the community at large. So just want to thank you uh, for being here today and uh, excited to see what we have on the menu to talk about
2: Oh, awesome, man! Well, I'm glad to be here. Uh, it's an honor to be invited. Thank you.
1: Yes, yes. So, Kellen, you want to kick it off? I know you. You've been uh been waiting to get on. <laughs>
0: well, yes, yes, yes. Well, Doctor Boyce, um, you know, and and I want to I want to ask you, you know, where in the world are you? Because I know you travel. I'm not going to say, you know, your honey spot, because I don't want people to be bothering you. <laughs> um but you know where are let us know where you are in the world and for 2019 what is new for and for those who don't know i mean they can google you they can search and and see that you are one of the two or few in the black community that don't just talk about a situation but have a solution and have had solutions and since you have a phd in economics and you know you 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 have the experience of running a successful business for 2019 what is your plan in the um in this country and beyond well uh, uh
2: you know ironically i'm, not, I'm actually not uh, anywhere in the world other than home right now you know i'm, okay. I'm uh, i spend as much time you know with my family as i can i mean every now and then that i travel of course you know it has to happen but for the most part, you know, I I I enjoy um I enjoy the internet because it, it kind of lets you be everywhere at once. Um, and if you figure out how to make how to make your money, you know, online, uh it can minimize the amount of uh, physical travel you have to do. And that that was always a long term plan, you know. Um, uh, you know, in terms of um, you know, what's new in 2019, you know, we, we're you know, we're really sort of just trying to dig deeper into um pushing push a basic message that um uh, we think can um can help make a difference in the in the black community in this generation and beyond um a couple of things we we believe in pretty deeply is uh one is what we call the black core of three uh which is uh general enough but but clear enough which is that we believe black people uh have the ability to educate our own children to create our own jobs and to, to support black business um we believe that if we did those three things, it would make a big difference in terms of our ability to shape our own destiny and our own future uh the uh as far as basic tangibles that we're recommending to every everybody out here you know that that really wants to do something better and different from what we've had in the past um you know we we pretty much concluded that a lot of um black oppression is linked to our economic condition. Uh, a lot of black people are stressed out because they work for some racist person that they don't that they don't like or they you know they just they're, they're stressed out on the job or whatever it is or they don't feel that they have the opportunities they'd like to have so uh what we've said is that you know for the next generation um we encourage every family to uh one make sure your child knows how to start a business by the age of 12. Mm-hmm. Two, make sure your child knows how to invest in the stock market, which we can teach you with five dollars in five minutes. In the black business school um and three uh learn the basics of buying your own home um, those three things are what uh what are called the three pillars of wealth real estate stock and bond investing and entrepreneurship and we believe that that if black people spent time uh, a little bit more time studying those three areas i think it will make a big difference for all of us
1: okay and So and that's something I actually wanted to uh, speak to you about, because, you know, there's the underground economy and then there's, you know, the the uh, above ground economy, I guess you might say. And being that you you're very well versed in economics, obviously, what impact do you believe the underground economy has um, on the above ground economy? And can those two um, not just intersect, but can one hop over to the other um, successfully?
2: Well when you talk about underground economy are you talking about like the drug trade things like that
1: i'm I'm not anything that is essentially under the table uh anything in that that market realm so it could be the the hairdresser doing it out of her house it could be the the dude on the blog on the corner uh hustling watches it could be any of those things um but I just asked because right now i'm I'm kind of on a push to see. How we can get those type of people, those type of markets to now say, hey, let's legitimize your business. Let's get you actually going. Um, and that way you can stand up and be counted as a black entrepreneur. And as someone now that says, hey, I actually have this business um, instead of just, oh, that that guy right there. Oh, yeah. That that sister right there. Yeah. She she does that of our house for, you know, for the low type of thing and actually say, Hey, now I'm employing other hairdressers. Now I have a shop where I have a manager. I have an assistant manager. I have, you know, staff and, and, and building it out um, that way. So just kind of your thoughts on how do you make that? Is that a mental transition? Is that a financial transition? Is that a lack of information um, that can make that type of thing happen?
2: Um, I would say it's all three, Um, you no. know, I mean, the underground economy, you know, I think all of us have participated in that, you know, Mm -hmm. whether it's been through through bartering or or doing things under the table, you know, things like that. Um, I I definitely think uh, the transition, I mean, it's clearly mental in the sense that if you see yourself as a marginalized person, you know, you're you're not going to, you know, sort of think that you're supposed to sort of be uh, Mm -hmm. out there and counted like everybody else. Right. Right. You know, so um, I think I think there is a psychological transformation. Um, Maybe it comes down to confidence, you know, things like that Uh, or even culture, you know, um, you know, if you're not used to doing things in a certain way, you know, maybe it's the the change can be kind of tough. I think information, too. um, I think that just sort of knowing, you know, like as black people, we're trained very early on how to fill out a job application, but there aren't too many people that teach us how to. Fill out a form to create an LLC, right. uh, which I I don't think is that much more difficult than a job application. You know, you got to fill out I think thirty or forty job applications to get even one interview, and so um, I I I personally think we should consider um, you know all all the different formal things we can do other than fill out the job application. You know, <laughs> so, uh, so 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 I, I agree with you. Um, you know, I I think in terms of becoming legit, maybe it's a matter of just taking, you know, a weekend class on the basics of starting a business. Like literally there's, there's probably five, six, seven basic steps that a person takes to you know, to get their business up and going and and counted and
1: mm-hmm. and
2: um it's so, all ain't nothing to it but to do it. You know, there, there, there's plenty of opportunities online to learn how to do that.
1: So right there, I mean I believe that's don't be scared folks if if you have uh, the desire to or whatever, like, just don't be scared to find out what you don't know and then make an educated decision from there, you know, um,
0: all right. it, Dr. Boyce and, and Tyson comes from he's from New England and <laughs> me from Oakland. I thought that we were doing something, but see, New England is run by the mob. And so, you know, white white guys are shooting at the police and the black guys are, you know, the calm ones, but they got their own thing going on. And so that's Mm -hmm. where that question's
2: come Mm -hmm. from.
0: That's that's, that's a a New England question where, you know, uh, (laughs) things are are underground. Can can you talk about what the future, because you have a PhD and the future, and then you have the BlackBusinessSchool.com. Can you talk about really the blackbusinessschool.com, I tell people this, I say school will only teach you so much. We were just at Grambling and I was talking to a group of students and I said, Grambling will only teach you what you want to get out of it. It's really for you just to be tested, but you need to make relationships now. But the blackbusinessschool.com, I say this in my, um, my dealings with people that you could learn everything you need to learn about money On there or at least to get started Mm -hmm. is is this the future of schooling and um, is there an accreditation that you have or that you will get in the future and maybe do you know I know you have different courses but maybe have a bachelor's a master's and and a PhD for the folks to kind of you know shift things
2: in education well um, you know the black business school that basically was designed to be a low cost, high quality, culturally relevant alternative uh, or supplement for college education for those that mm-hmm. that wanted to learn uh, the basics on how people make money in America, and um, and so many of the business models that we utilize or that we teach, you know, we created those, you know, because what we concluded is that the black economy and the black struggles a little bit different. So some of the things that you learn in business school just are not applicable. Another mm-hmm. unique thing about the black business school and our professors, many of whom are, you know, PhDs from other universities, things like that, almost like how you, you have a, a football league created from uh, NFL players, maybe who just don't want to play in the NFL, who, who want to actually have their own league. That's yeah. kind of what uh, the black business school is. It's, our, it's our, our own football league for, you know, black experts who, um, who don't want to ask these universities for opportunities. They they want to create their own. Uh, we also teach children. Um, that's a very big deal for us. Uh, our business school for children, which is called Black Millionaires of Tomorrow, uh, it basically we have a curriculum that's very basic in which uh, if your child goes through this, which would probably take about 15, 20 hours of work, they would actually have a financial literacy level that exceeds the average college-educated adult. So we've got we've got nine year olds who know things that fifty year olds don't know um, right. and uh, and that's strategic in the sense that we believe that uh, the power play for black people in this generation is to train some pocket of of our own children to uh, be as good at business and economics as we are at basketball and football you know um and to actually get ahead of the of asian kids white kids jewish kids indian mm-hmm. kids you know kids around the world as opposed to this whole um, nonsense about you know diversity and inclusion and mm-hmm. we hope one day they they will give us equality uh there's no such thing as equality you either win the game or you go lose you know it it, it, yeah. it is what it is right where black people will never win the game if we're just trying to get somebody to invite us into the game uh
0: right. so
2: um you know, that that's that's how we operate. Now, in terms of accreditation, well, we don't seek accreditation. Um, it, the, we give accreditation. Right. Uh, why, why would we seek accreditation from a white supremacist economic and political system? We're trying to be different from what white people gave us. We're not trying to be the same. We're not mm. trying to be just like, you know, DeVry or some for-profit school that's robbed black people and put them deep in student loan debt. We're not trying to be like the university of arkansas that teaches you uh how to go get a job but we'll never teach you how to create a job we don't we don't want accreditation we don't Mm. care about that we don't care Mm. about being invited into other people's systems we leave systems deliberately to create systems Uh, one of our fundamental beliefs is that we believe our children should be taught to create their own systems and their own institutions just like what we had before integration so that we don't Mm -hmm. have to bow to the institutions of others. So, um, you know, uh, it's a tough conversation, you know, because I have people that ask that all the time. Like, do you have accreditation? Or or y'all are not even accredited. Mm -hmm. I know about accreditation. I've taught at, you know, the University of Kentucky, Indiana University, Syracuse University, the Ohio State University. I've taught at the college level for 25 years. I know all about accreditation, what it is, what it looks like, and I know enough about it to know that that's not what we need. What we need is is creative, unique solutions to uh, unique and challenging problems. You mm-hmm. cannot you cannot solve you know a, a complex abstract problem with a little square peg that that a white man gave you. You know right. that just doesn't work. That's why we failed. Is you know we don't even know we don't even know how to solve our own problems because all the solutions that we use are given to us. By the people who who designed the problem in the first place. Right. Uh, so so that that's uh, I I know I sound I, I I get a little fired up when I say that.
1: Oh no. That's really
2: what I believe. I I really think we have to be committed and confident enough to be different and to be radical in how we solve mm-hmm. our problems. If we're going if we're, if we're not gonna be radical in how we solve the problem, then we might as well give up.
0: S- so okay, now, no,
2: th- no, that's good, and and I
0: almost look at uh, you know the future of schooling where you know we create the curriculums in the schools, but even their are accrediting bodies. But I understand now when you say creating entrepreneurs, who who who, who gives a damn? Um, because we're going to create a job, but we're not you know going to be filling out jobs. And and no, that's a <laughs> that's that's a great a great answer um, and, that, and insight to that, Tyson. Go ahead. Yeah,
1: I was going to say that actually that ties into. Um episode, uh, before where we were talking about, um, this isn't the diversity, uh, you're looking for, um, pretty much a play on the Obi-Wan Kenobi side of it, uh, because, uh, the mindset was just that, like, no, stop trying to be included and create, like, you, you can be the person that's looking for diversity. If we're a company of, you know, four or five, uh, black people, now We can look for diversity. We can hire a white person. We can hire a black person. We can hire an Indi- Indian person. We can hire an Asian person and they'll be our diversity at that point. And, and if we sure. look at it from that lens we're the creators and we're the ones who get to now impact the future in a way that suits us just as has been inflicted on us before. Uh, so that was kind of yep. you know, my, my mindset. There, you know, constantly waiting for someone else to give you the tool when you can create it.
2: Um, well, and you so know, now, yeah. well, why, why, I agree with you. I mean, you know, why, why spend your life begging for a seat at the table? Um, Just build mm. a, build a table, you know, and mm. then you, you can decide who you want to hand seats out to uh, that's a better position right. to be in. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, in the, oh, ooh, Dr. the food's Boy, so- probably better too. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: and, 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 and Dr. Boyce, so you, for 2019 uh do you have a a new movie uh coming out or part of any Uh,
2: any movies yeah we do have a new movie called it's called the black love blueprint uh it's all about black love and black relationships and and uh the black love blueprint uh is directed by dorian chandler who also directed resurrecting black wall street and uh also uh, executive produced by st brown who used to be the uh who's to be one of the bosses at Ebony Magazine and um basically the film is a layout of of the issues and challenges of black love and relationships, the perceived gender war between black men and black women, um how we can heal, why 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 we sometimes traumatize each other and how we can do better overall. So it's it's a pretty awesome um exploration of black love and what's going on with black people in America and and uh, people really like it a lot. Okay. Okay. Can, 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 are
0: you ever going to do a book or a movie on your international travels? I had alluded to it in the beginning, but you know your international travels, being a businessman, I'm sure you see the opportunities. Anybody who leaves this country, usually in business, sees, wow, they don't have this, they don't have that. Let me go buy this many acres over here, flip my money, and then I could bring it back if I want, or I can keep it there. Any Any projects on that?
2: you know um nothing yet nothing yet i i i've had you know some thoughts and and suggestions from people about you know doing reality-based uh sorts of stuff where maybe i'm filming some of the experiences that i'm having in different places and 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 at some point i may i may have attacked that um i just don't know if right now uh, I feel like this is the right time to do that just yet. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, at the same time, you know, on com, which is pretty much my YouTube channel, um, I do document a lot of the things that I'm kind of doing. Um, you know, I love to constantly connect with the audience and l- let them know sort of what uh, what's happening, you know, at any given moment. So there's a little bit of that out there, but nothing formalized. Okay.
1: Okay. Nothing. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now. What I I also wanted to to touch on because I know, uh, you you have you know connected, uh, fly newbie and queen TV and and things like that. Um, shout out to Michi X, um, which is actually cousin by marriage or previous marriage, but, um, and I see you do a lot with uh, black women. Now, has that been was that like the vision for your your model when you first started? Did you always envisioned that side cropping up and 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 kind of nurturing that
2: well you know i was fly new being queen which is Mm -hmm. actually a part of fly new being media which um fly new being media has uh you know the queen side we have fly new being king we have fly new being kids but uh fly new being queen you know that was conceptualized because we realized that there was a um, shortage of authentic black female voices in media. You know, mm-hmm. there, there there, just weren't a lot of um, of, uh, you know, spaces where I heard from the black women that I respect, the black women that I, mm-hmm. you know, you know, that, that I want to hear from and listen to. Uh, most of the black women I hear from on TV are, they're fake or they're comedians or you know, just whatever, and um, and so, with Iu being queen, we just said, "Okay, let's just create a platform, let's take this Facebook page um, I'd actually built up this Facebook page for my daughter, who's um you know uh who does you know stuff with hair and beauty and stuff like that she's really good with it um her name's Nat. she goes by the name naturally trees um okay. and uh, we just kind of built this Facebook page for her. And it got like four hundred thousand people on it, so we were like, well, let's see if we can bring in other women as well and invite them to just go in there and engage the audience. So we've got people that talk about economics um politics uh relationships, uh you know, you name it, you know of course you, you mentioned mechi X, but there's also uh Vicki Dillard, who's really, really right. good, um you know, probably one of the most recognized women in the world in the nation of Islam right now. Mm -hmm. Um, who's, you know, so, so it's, it's really kind of sort of saying, you know, um, let's not just talk the talk about building black businesses and building black media. Let's walk that walk. Like let's actually build black media. And, uh, so with the black business school, you know, that sure that's an educational platform, but as we educate people, the cool thing is that we have the ability to help them get their businesses lifted off. By saying, okay, if you've got a business and you're a graduate of the Black Business School, then we will put your business in our media platform so that you can get customers. If you have a right. business and you get customers, then you're you're good, you know. Uh, there's mm-hmm. nothing like seeing somebody who used to think that they had to go to work every day, you know, for, you know, 40000 a year where suddenly, you know, they make $5,000 in a day from selling a really great product. And then next thing you know, they can quit their job and do what they want to do. If you got customers uh, if you got customers that, that want to buy what you're offering then you don't need a job anymore. You you right. you're clear. Right.
1: Right. So so cre- we've gotten the creation out of the way, we've gotten the the connecting. Now the the interrelationships is something I want to talk about because oftentimes uh you have the people that troll us out there um, that will talk about any criticism of someone else. Black is considered like attacking a, a black person. Um, and our, I know that you, you have your criticisms of people, although you still show, show support too. Like, so I see both sides. Um, what do you kind of say to those people? How do you gauge those people and how do how do we show, like, it's okay to criticize someone else who's black. Um, and but also you know try to help them and point them in another direction. Um, like how do you kind of bridge that gap between criticism and and helping?
2: Um, you know it's it's something that I I, that I sh- still struggle with sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. you know I I I think that when it comes to how 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 I deal with other Black people, my first inclination is to be as supportive as possible. You know, and um, and I've actually expanded that in the sense that I try to find ways to be supportive, even if even if I don't agree with you. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it you know we should have diversity of perspective, right? Right. Uh, So you know, I I want to see most as long as you're not hurting anybody and not trying to attack, you know, or undermine what we're trying to do. Um, I want to see you win. I want to see you succeed. Um, and now, in terms of um. Going deeper than that, uh, I, I also decided, you know, that I definitely don't want like, on you like YouTube is kind of a shit show. Uh, <laughs> You've you got all these people that got these little YouTube channels and and they and what they figured out is that crabs in a barrel, you know, the crabs in a barrel can do pretty well on YouTube. You can build mm-hmm. a whole YouTube channel and make a lot of revenue just by making attack videos and, mm-hmm. and attacking people who have a bigger platform than you. You know, like uh you know Phil from the advice show you mm-hmm. know he 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 gets that there's been a whole industry of people that 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 just attack him right um and they're doing and they're doing this for money, right, let's just be clear, they're doing this because if they get that video with thirty thousand views, you know they're gonna make enough money to help them pay their car note that month or whatever mm-hmm. um you know and uh and i and I've seen that as well, and what I concluded is that I really just don't want to participate in any of that because it's um it's just toxic energy Mm -hmm. and um and it's not it's not healthy you know for myself and it's not healthy for the community so i i just have pretty much just told everybody that has any issue with me that loves to make videos about me or whatever that look you can say what you want i'm I'm just not going to respond um Mm -hmm. uh now in in terms of celebrities black celebrities Mm-hmm. I think black celebrities can be and should be held accountable by the black community. Um not to the point where the goal is to tear them down, but mm-hmm. I think that there there's been a long-held belief that black celebrities because they're backed and boosted by white people that they don't have to worry about what black people think.
0: Well right. that
2: day has that day is gone because now, you know, these little YouTube channels, you know, that that adds up, you know, to you know, to millions of people. So, uh, you know, if you are a black celebrity and you get out of line and the whole community checks you at the same time, you know, um, then, you know, you are going to feel that, you know, Mm -hmm. you're not insulated from that. Uh, That, you know, Kamala Harris uh, in the, the you know, trying to get the Democratic nomination, I think she's feeling that. Uh, I think that people, you know, Jussie Smollett, you know, just Mm -hmm. any black celebrity that's kind of doing something that don't make any sense, uh, you know, the community is going to challenge them. So I think that's actually a good thing. So,
0: um,
2: you know, I I think at the end of the day we're all human beings, and we're gonna, you know, see somebody if, if somebody's on some bullshit, you know, mm-hmm. and then they're black, you know, it's okay to say something. I think, but I think some I think the first objective is to either be supportive or to respectfully disagree. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really think you necessarily have to go to that next level of trying to destroy people, unless right. you have a good reason to do so. Right.
0: Well, Dr. Boyce, I I tell you, I've seen you on some of the comments and I've been surprised when I said, man, he really responded to that person. Because I mean, YouTube, bottom of the barrel. And what I tell um, what I tell all our YouTubers, um, you know, you had mentioned um, Phil Mm -hmm. is all of that is good, good prep because it topped him over a million. You know, they, they want to, you know, they topped right. over a million subscribers, whatnot, and all the other YouTubers who might even do more numbers. And I know all this because, you know, they say I have black YouTube on, on lock um, <laughs> as far as who we represent. But I'm like, it, it, you know, Phil, it, it, it topped them over our numbers. But you do, um, when I see you responding, and I'm glad you're not because mental health wise, we've seen people uh, c- try to commit suicide. Right. You know, and, I, and oh. I tell every YouTuber that has a, a platform, yo, do not look at these comments. You could hire someone. I don't care if you got to go to Fiverr. It ain't got to be us. But you can hire someone to handle that all your social media because if you're going to read these toxic comments, it could kill you. And you're trying to be on the beautiful, you know, island or the coast, really enjoying yourself. In um, in your time. So I'm glad to hear that you say you're not going to you're not going to respond because it doesn't matter. You're doing the work. And that's when every, anybody tells me, well, what do you think about they're doing the work and you're talking about it? <laughs> so right. you tell me, you know, mm-hmm. continue to do the work, because if we look at it like um, we just had a, you know, talking with Claude Anderson, he lets everyone know he's pretty much done. You can buy his books, but he's not talking again in California for the rest of his life. You know, he, <laughs> he's not talking, you know, and, right. and he said he yeah." And he said he's tired of talking, you know, about this um, issue, especially when people haven't read the books. So mm-hmm. you and Clyde are the ones and you're a lot younger than him. So now that the crown will be on your <laughs> head, you know, you, you got more stuff to do than worry about what somebody in um, yeah. Mayberry. Our, our Oakland, I'll put Oakland out there, <laughs> has to say what you're doing because you're doing good work. Many of people have given you testimonials um, for whatever people want to say. They can't say that they
2: didn't learn something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. And that's um, you know, and and I and I think that's the conclusion. And maybe it, maybe it took me you know time to figure that out, but mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. in in general, I I don't think. You know, I don't think we benefit with the crabs in the barrel stuff, and there's not much reason to to participate too much in all of that. So, it, it's a, it, I think the ability to laugh about it is what we want to maintain. You know, like and I think you're right. I mean, it's kind of sad that you do have people that uh, that lose their minds over YouTube comments, and and, and that <laughs> just doesn't make any sense to me.
1: Right. Okay. Now, um, and I, I don't want to keep you for too much longer, but Um, I did want to touch on, I did see the, the post about the, um, the designs for, uh, the black business, um, school, uh, you know, the, the Panthers and different things like that. Um, I wanted to talk to you about social media, um, in the black community, because I feel like it's something that's, um, oftentimes underutilized, misutilized, or not uh, appreciated, um, as far as like, Appearance wise and, 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 and building ourselves up. What have you found um, that one helped you grow uh, your following on social media? And then to how now will you be adapting or using social media going forward um, to to kind of, I mean, show the way of like images, how, how things should be put out there to maximize impact?
2: You know, um, I think social media is awesome, and I think that anybody who has a business or a message that doesn't use social media, you know, you probably want to reconsider your position. Um, you know, social media. I mean, it's it's just like TV or radio. I mean, mm-hmm. who, if you had a TV station, who wouldn't want to use their TV station? You know. Right. right. Um, and so, uh, you know, I I, I think that um, at least some of my rules on, on social media is, uh, I think. People on social media, they I think they appreciate authenticity, authenticity more than anything. You know, um, I, my goal, you know, is, is to be as as honest as I can be. Uh, I think that people appreciate you if you're helpful. So, um, providing information is something that I enjoy doing. Um, it, it's fun, you know. Mm-hmm. Engaging the audience is is awesome, and it it breeds uh, connection and trust, which helps you in your business. You know. Um, mm-hmm. If you're helpful to them, then they're gonna come back and be helpful to you. Uh, you know, uh, so so I'm a you know a believer that you know social media is just uh it's a great place to be, and I think uh to you know get better at I think consistency is very important. You know, I, you know if you if you're in it, be in it. You know, don't don't just do one video every two or three months. You know, get in there. You know, if you want to do something every every two days, do every two days. If it's once a week, do once a week. You know, whatever it is, be consistent with it. Um, Another thing is, um, you know, I I believe that to build a platform, uh, if you get an opportunity to uh, leverage a bigger platform, uh, Mm -hmm. I would use it. You know, I I don't know if people see the value of it, you know, but uh, the way I was able to get my my following going was by uh, connecting with someone who had a following and working for free for them, doing free stuff Mm -hmm. for them, free content for them. And people who only think in terms of, you know, paychecks, like, how much right. am I going to get paid to do this? They can't see that. But um, I didn't care about getting paid. I, you know, to me, I was getting paid by getting marketing and exposure, right. you know. So um, I think that's a, a good way to, to kind of get things started. And then and then long term, you got to invest in yourself, you know. So um, I've I, I never made a secret about the fact that, you know, that I've used, you know, Facebook ads and whatever it takes to push the mm-hmm. message uh and it wasn't just a business move it was more so you know i felt like i had a message that could help black people that could help the black community mm-hmm. and uh and i wanted as many people to get that message as possible so my conclusion is that you know pretty much at least 70 80% of all the black people you want to meet or connect with are available on facebook somehow you know mm-hmm. through maybe three or four degrees of separation so that was a big part of our marketing strategy. And I, I'd like to say that it's worked. Right. Uh, yeah.
1: I mean, I would definitely say so. And, and then also on the, the content contribution side and the content, uh, I guess, brand appeal, look appeal, things of that nature, um, or even utilizing platforms fully. um, You know, I feel like a lot of people don't know all of the functionalities because there's so many functionalities on social media, but truly like, diving to use those functionalities to best serve their businesses. Um, I mean, do you, do you consult with experts on that, on how to use that stuff? Or are you kind of just like, let me try things and see what works and, and go on that route. How do you, how do you do that?
2: Um, you know, we, we try, we, we do, we do a lot of trial and error, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of just testing out things that we think will work. Um, you know, hi, hiring more people, um you know it is always something that is is draining for us because things get so expensive and you know we 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 have so many people that we pay um and uh and the hard part is that hiring someone to you know make our social media look better
0: it may have
2: a long term economic benefit but but it's hard to sometimes connect that to the bottom line um you know if we don't see any sort of direct numbers that reflect say within a month you know Mm -hmm. that particular change um Mm -hmm. so so we don't we're not necessarily quick to hire an expert on that but Mm -hmm. we are quick to study you know my brother reads lots of articles about technology and and i and my manager actually is a social media expert so she's really big on you know she's like hey did you try this or did you try that did you know facebook is doing this and doing that you know Mm -hmm. and so uh, that's kind of how we go about uh figuring out what the latest trends might be
1: okay all right no i just just wanted to ask that as someone who's uh, you know also a a social media expert and and building and all that stuff um just because i do follow you pretty much everywhere you are um and just look at you know content frequency consistency things of that nature and and um my my big platform is is obviously if, if no one knows that it's uh black people using or the black community using social media to its fullest extent, and also always using, um, the aspects that work best with their business to push their message, message forward and get engagement, um, from the community. You know, it's one thing to put a beautiful picture up. It's another thing to, to, you know, pull people, um, and really get their true, the true engagement in a way that, that looks appealing and does the job. Um, so, Um, that's where my head was at with that question. But um, I will say, appreciate you coming on. So I think this is a good place to stop our dialogue for this episode and allow you, the listeners, to join the conversation and keep the dialogue going with us online.
2: You can do so by visiting our social media at Facebook, Diversified Game Podcast, on Instagram and Twitter, Game Diversified.